Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com. One of our Michigan insiders is standing by on the Meyer guest line. How you doing, Clayton? I'm doing well. Did you see the video I tweeted yesterday of Red Panda? She actually dropped some of the bulls at halftime of the Michigan game. So it might debunk your theory a little bit. I was disappointed, but uh, I love her. But she had a, had a gaffe in the, in the halftime show. Maybe she hung out and partied uh, all Saturday night, just like some of the kids don't show up for games on Sunday. <laughs> what do you do? Uh, you know, I ride a unicycle. I get about five Gs in appearance, and I balance plates and bowls on my head, hands, and feet. Really? Yeah, on a unicycle. That's uh, actually not the cr- craziest theory because she did the women's game on Saturday, so she stayed the night, I'm assuming, in Ann Arbor. So. Yeah, he, that's a crazy college. T- I don't know. Superfly and I were sitting there, and everybody's going crazy. This was at the Grand Rapids Gold, the Denver Nuggets G League team home opener at Vanandal Arena back in what November, I think it was, right, Superfly? And I'm watching her, and again, I could be a cynic because I do a, you know, a sports talk show for 11, and I'm like, <laughs> magnets! Magnets! <laughs> I wasn't That's buying crazy. it. There was something there. It's a trick. It's a, you know, I know it was like watching, you know, Blaine or Copperfield. I'm like, okay, dude, how did you disappear? Okay. How did you do it? It's not real. Okay. You're, unless you're Lucifer, then maybe it could be. And I know I'm not saying the, the woman on Red Panda, but that first off, how do you get up on a damn unicycle that <laughs> you'd have to launch me like out of a catapult? <laughs> And hope I get a crotch shot that hits right on the banana hammock. Oh, I'd topple right over. Oh, I would. I, I, that would be. I mean, how, how, how high up is she on that red panda with the unicycle and the plates? Like 10 feet, 12 feet? Yeah. Eight feet? Maybe that, maybe eight ish. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I still, I, you know, I, all I see is, you know, three weeks in a, Full body cast. <laughs> it's fake, though. But I, again, I have no proof. Now, not fake, but there's some there's some assistance. Like she forgot her magnets at her hotel room, and that's why some plates dropped on Sunday. I, I'm not saying it's fake, but there's some assistance. There has to be. There, you can't do that. How can you do that? You can't. It's crazy. Uh, this red panda update presented by the Grand Rapids Gold. The Denver Nuggets G League team. Get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com and Fernando Arena's box office for home basketball games. And they had Red Panda. Yeah, she tours the whole country. She's kind of like the modern-day famous chicken at sporting events, right? I think so. I want to see her go to a motocross event or a bull rider with dirt out there and see what she can do. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Wyoming uh, Yellowstone Rodeo, we got Red Panda right now on a unicycle with none of those big fat tires. She's using one tire, she's going to balance bowls while Benny the Bull tries to take her out with that Chinese red flag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to see her. I want to see extreme, extreme unicycle juggling. All right, uh, Michigan's game yesterday. Uh, I'm watching, I, I DVR'd it because there's NFL. So I'm scanning through it in the first half, and I'm like, oh, they're in trouble. And then they, they dropped what they've done this year where they have these monster halves, and they look like a top-10 team in the country. And then the previous 20 minutes, they look like a team that's not going to make the tournament. Yeah, the ebbs and flows of this team. They start out, and you know they're up 20-8. to eight. Then they allow 31 points in the final 10 minutes of the first half. They trail at halftime, and, and it kind of felt like some of these 
games that they've let slip away. Uh, but they, they kind of controlled the second half for the most part. Uh, and, you know, they were able to close down the stretch, even though they missed a few free throws. Uh, Hunter Dickinson uncharacteristically missing a few in the final minute. Uh, but they were able to pull it out. And really, uh, Michigan is, is uh, you know, four and two in the Big Ten. A lot better than their overall record, which is just ten and seven. But um, you know, a really good win for this team that'll now go on uh, to Maryland on Thursday. But Michigan's still kind of figuring itself out in terms of rotations. But luckily, they've been able to hold serve at, at home in the Big Ten portion of the schedule. I really like some of the big lineups they're rolling out lately. Bill with uh, Terrace Reed, the freshman at six foot ten, playing with Hunter Dickinson. It hasn't been as clunky as you may think at, at times, and. That was their best lineup, I thought, on on Sunday. So they're trying some different things out because Terrence Williams at the four spot is, uh, no. is struggling a little bit. This no, not a little bit. He's always been a role player, and, and his his strength has been when he's hitting his three, you keep him in the lineup. When he when when he's not, he's a defensive liability. He can't put it on the floor. I like that move. Also, it takes away teams just throwing two dudes at Dickinson, trying to take him out, and telling Michigan, "Go ahead and beat us with your freshman, right?" Or or Buffkin. Your sophomore. Yeah, and I, I'll say that too. I mean, a lot of teams are doubling Hunter Dickinson on the catch right now. We saw Michigan State have some success with it because Michigan couldn't hit any outside shots in that game. Two for 16 on catch-and-shoot jump shots in that one. But uh, look at the other games. That was actually an outlier performance. Hunter Dickinson not getting as many field goal attempts lately as you would expect from him. But uh, they're shooting better from three. In conference play, they're over 39%. That's really good, one of the top in the conference. So if they can continue to do that with, with guys like Jet Howard, Kobe Bufkin shooting it better, Doug McDaniels is not much of a shooter from the point guard spot, looks more confident. He hit three threes uh, on Sunday. Then I think we're going to start see, uh, to see teams maybe double Hunter Dickinson a little bit less, and, uh, and then he can get his. So you got to have both. We saw last year at times Michigan couldn't shoot. Teams would, would frustrate Hunter Dickinson, and, and the offense would kind of go cold. Right now they got both going uh, a little bit and maybe actually want to get Hunter Dickinson going a little bit more. Um, you got to defend. That has been the Achilles heel here. But the offense looks really tough to stop when they're hitting some of these shots. And they had a lot of space to do it because of the attention on the big guys. Yeah, I'll give Howard Martelli some credit, putting Reed in there just to give him more depth. Reed gives him a little attitude in the paint. But when you're relying on McDaniel and Jed Howard and another freshman, that's a lot when you look at how crowded the Big Ten is. But they are 4-2, and two, and like I said, that was a must-win situation yesterday, and they showed up and got it done uh, in the second half. Uh, let's move on from Michigan hoops. Uh, latest you're hearing about Harbaugh. Uh, it's quiet, which I think is good on the Michigan side, and you're waiting to see if Peyton takes a Denver job because if Peyton turns that down, uh, then... Is it Denver for Harbaugh, or does he take the big deal President Ono is trying to put together? Yeah, uh, it is a little bit quiet coming out of the weekend, but I, I will say this. Everybody we've talked to is kind of pointing to this week as the big week for Jim Harbaugh. As you said, Sean Payton looks like he'll interview on Tuesday. I think Dan Quinn, the Cowboys defensive coordinator, will interview on Friday. Uh, and Jim Harbaugh, I mean, is he going to go in for an in-person interview Wednesday, Thursday, something like that? Uh, will Michigan be able to sign him to a long-term extension, you know, big pay raise before that? Uh, that would be its best, its best bet, uh, in my opinion. But I think we could see him maybe, maybe take an interview. Uh, I don't know exactly if that would mean he would take the job if offered, because I think there'd still be a few days in between his interview 
and a potential offer, but that's something to watch. Um, you know, we talked about it last week, huge, but the Santa Ono, uh, Michigan's president getting involved, I think was a really big move for them. Uh, and we know that, that he and athletic director Ward Manuel want to bring Jim Harbaugh back, want to give him a pay raise. Um, there's the NCAA allegations that are, uh, also kind of in there. So it's a really complicated situation, but I think this is the week where we're going to find out and have some sort of resolution. If not this week, then early next week, because Denver seems to be the only NFL option right now. You haven't heard a lot of buzz about Indianapolis, which is a little bit surprising given his ties there. Um, I will say this over the weekend, you get a chargers loss. What are they going to do with Brandon Staley there? Uh, will we see him get let go after two seasons Would Sean Payton, who's living right now in the Los Angeles area, want to take that job with Justin Herbert, and then could that make Jim Harbaugh Denver's next option? So there are some dominoes that could fall there, um, but I guess we'll, we'll have to wait and see. I think the Chargers one is definitely one to watch. Yeah, Chargers, and you don't know who else uh, doesn't do well. What, what about the Cowboys? If they, the get, Cowboys. if they get beat yeah. by Brady and the Bucks tonight, I think McCarthy's out, and even if they... You know, and he's, you know, Barry Switzer won a Super Bowl and he made changes. I mean, he, a year later, right? I, Jerry Jones, if he wants something, he's going to go get it. And if he thinks Sean Payton improves his franchise, he's going to go after Payton. I agree. And that was kind of the buzz. Remember when Sean Payton stepped down last year? Uh, that was everyone's, you know, buzz. They were saying that, oh, he's going to go coach the Dallas Cowboys after, you know, after this season. So that could happen as well. Would he want to go there? It's a pretty loaded roster, too. Uh, the Chargers and Cowboys would be the two most appealing, which isn't necessarily surprising because they'd be the two openings with playoff teams involved. But I agree with you. I think those are two to watch. And then does that leave Denver uh, with either Dan Quinn or Jim Harbaugh and they make the call there? Uh, you know, again, if offered, uh, I, I don't know 100% that Jim Harbaugh would take it, but I think he'd strongly consider it. His actions uh, you know, have shown that he's, he's interested in the NFL for a second straight year, uh, taking that virtual interview with the Broncos the other day and then potentially setting up an in-person interview this week. So I think it'd it'd be a strong consideration. Well, we were talking to some players earlier in the day uh, at a camp that they're running, and a lot of them are are saying he's going to stay, but some are saying that, yeah, you know, I would expect him to assess his options like any of us would if we had a chance to move to the NFL. So, uh, it's definitely interesting. I think there are a lot of people inside and outside the building that are wondering what his next move is going to be. Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com, talking hardball, Michigan hoops, and more. Uh, joining us on the Meyer Guest Line here on the Huge Show across Michigan. Uh, the players coming back. Uh, on the plus side, uh, that list, and guys they lost that hurt them on the field this fall. Uh, and, and, and coupled with their own transfer portal guys, how would you balance all of this? Yeah, I mean, the roster looks better than you would have expected a week ago, two weeks ago, uh, a month ago with Blake Horam coming back. Both of your offensive linemen that were on the fence, Trevor Keegan and Zach Zinter, you're now going to return three out of five starters again on an offensive line that won the Joe Moore Award. So I think the run game should be really good with, with Blake Horam and Donovan Edwards there, maybe an understatement. Cornelius Johnson at the wide receiver spot, he's going to be their leading returner. What was Ronnie Bell gone? Uh, but that's a big, you know, uh, that, that's a really big, not pickup, uh, but it feels like you're getting recruits almost at times with some of these guys announcing to come back. Um, you know, and he obviously played a huge role with two touchdowns against Ohio State this year. So that's big. On the defensive side, you get Mike Barrett at the linebacker spot, their second leading tackler. 
he's going to come back for his sixth season. Mike Sainer's still at the nickel spot. I mean, there is, uh, I think that's 15 of 22 starters now on offense and defense. And this team is going to be absolutely loaded going into next year. You already see the way too early rankings with them at number two. But I think they're going to be, and that's behind Georgia, but I think they're going to be Big Ten favorites. Uh, I think there's a lot of talent here. And that's got to entice a guy like Jim Harbaugh, too, to, to potentially uh, you know, want to stay even if he has another option because I think they, they're going to have a really good shot. And all these guys we talked to are saying we're going for the national championship or bust. And it feels like they have that kind of talent to make that a potential reality. Clayton Safey, you can follow everything University of Michigan Athletics at thewolverine.com. Checking in on the Meyer Guest Line. Clayton, good stuff as always. We'll talk soon. Thanks for having me. All right, Clayton Safey.